Hey guys, welcome to the Wedding Pros Podcast. So glad you guys could join us today. We are at the Roxy Hotel in wonderful New York City. We're hanging out with some of our friends here and just um, doing some podcasts. How you doing, Jerry? I'm good, Jay. How about you? Doing awesome. I had a really fun night with our wives last night, hanging out. Yep. We went and got some pie. Some pie. We got some good, um, what, what was that place? That was like a... Uh... Honestly... I want to rep the guy, and I can't remember the name of their business for the life. Uh, I want to say it's Petey's Pie. It was Macau. Uh, oh, oh Petey's Macau. Pie. Yeah, yeah. Petey's yeah. Pie, Macau Trading. So we hung out, had some good food, um, which is what you should do when you go to New York. Uh, yeah. Right? I mean, honestly, we went down to New York for the food, and we're podcasting along the way. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. So, so anyway, what are we doing today? Yeah, so today we're in New York. We have a very special guest oh. in the house. Uh, Shalise from Shalise Michael Photography is with us. Make sure you're checking her out on Instagram. And um, we're really excited to have you on the show, Shalise. Thanks for joining us. Well, I'm so thrilled to be here, fellas. Yeah, this is, uh, this is fun. And thank you for coming on so last minute. We were like, well, let's do this trip. We have an availability. Let's kind of make it happen. And you, uh, you came in the clutch. Yeah. Thank so, you. Um, to be here. Shalise and I had, had met at Workshop, which was a workshop in Brooklyn, uh, so they did it for three years. I think it was mm-hmm. 16, 17, 18. Yep. Um, and our, um, yeah, took a break this last year. Who knows what they're going to be doing in the future. But we, we met there. And um, something that, uh, Shalise was a, an instructor there. And something that always stood out to me about their business was they were doing a lot of weddings. They had a full team. And, um, you know, it's a little bit more rare for photographers, I think, to, to be doing that as opposed to just being self-operated. So... Since we had a similar model, I was always like, man, they're crushing it. They're killing it. Like, how are they doing all these things? And, um, and so that's the thing that always stood out to me. And I was like, ah, oh, when we go to New York, we have to meet with Shalise. We have to be able to catch up with them and uh, talk about some things because I think your business model is so interesting. So um, excited to talk. Yeah. Thank talk you. to some of those things. Poof, here I am. Yeah. Yeah. So Shalise, why don't you tell, for those that don't know about you, kind of talk yeah. a little bit about you and, and your business a little bit. Yeah, so Shalise Michael Photography is myself, obviously, and my husband, Michael, um, who's not here today. He's in Phoenix, Arizona. We miss you, Michael. Uh, yeah, but um, we've been in biz. This is our 10th year. And I think this is our 10th year, too. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. guys. 2010. Yeah. We were growing side by side. Hug. We didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's been a really amazing 10-year run so far. Um, but yeah, we, we started out as just he and I, and then we sort of organically grew into a team of, at our max, we had four photographers shooting for us, or with us, I should say. Um, and then we dwindled down a little bit, and then last year, actually, we were like, let's take a break, let's just like get down to basics, me and you again, it's just me and him. And then we were like, let's, we learned a lot and decided to reframe our, well, kind of change the, the framework of it yep. and rebuild again. So now we have Danny and Emily working with us. And yeah, so if we've been doing the team thing for definitely about seven years. Awesome. And I like it. Why don't you do, tell me a little bit about your work or tell everybody about your work because I know what your work looks like. But like? for anybody who hasn't like <laughs> seen it, like, you know, I would personally describe it. Um, man, it's it. You would never look at their work and go, oh, that's shot by a group of people. It looks so cohesive across the brand. It, it's kind of moody. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit, uh, it's artsy mm-hmm. even. Yeah. It feels very New York-y. 
Yeah, very think, yeah. New York. Like it's 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 awesome work. How do you guys describe it? That's my terrible. Description. I love it. I mean, it's always weird to describe your own work, yeah. right? I feel yeah. like it's actually better described by other people yeah. because yeah. you don't really know. You're just doing you, and mm-hmm, whatever totally. it it comes out as, that's it gets described as. So, um, but yeah, we have a very documentary style New York artsy for sure. Um, Moody is definitely up our alley. We actually get sought out for a lot by couples because. They're like, wow, you shot in this really dark place. We know that, A, you can technically handle it, and B, we like the way you do it. Mm-hmm. So we do, you know, attract that a lot of that kind of clientele. But then the other thing is we do a lot of, like, we get in there. We're rarely, we get down with the rowdy dance party and, like, get up in it. And um, I can see that. Yeah, and I'm not afraid to, like, show the, like, not-so-perfect shots or... You know, it's not all about perfection. Totally. That's uh, you guys primarily working out of New York City. Yes, definitely. Like a lot of just the whole, you know, East Coast area, mm-hmm. but like New York, Philly, we're upstate a lot. Um, some West stuff. It's pretty rare that someone actually pays my travel fee to fly to California when there's so many amazing people out there already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when they do, they do, and I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I would say it's mostly like over on this side of the states, and I like it like that. I do. Yeah, it's good to have a home base, especially when you can like count on eighty percent, ninety percent of your work coming mm-hmm. from within two hours. Yeah, yeah, I'm really like I really value my personal time, and I don't want to be flying all over the world. I mean, I think the the when you're young, you're like, yeah, I want to go to California, I want to go to Iceland, I want to go to oh, yeah. It's like, oh well, I'm I'm big because I can actually travel, and then usually you find out that you probably break even most of the time. <laughs> cause or you're, or you're not, yeah, you're not really making enough money. Yeah, like, yeah, no. spend yeah. it all. Well, you I, know what I haven't liked about travel weddings? Some are great, but there have been travel weddings where like I go to the wedding, and then we're like, that wasn't a very good wedding. Yeah. Oh, oh. Such a de- it's really like about where to me it's like where I want to go. Like in yes. New Orleans, I'm like, I, I'm it. Like yeah. I love that yeah. city. I always extend it and like on my own dime, of course, and stay, you know, things like that. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, point being, it's awesome to have a home base. It is so awesome to have a like, home base. Like it's awesome to have a home and base. It's not bad that it's New York City. No, oh, yeah. no. So there are worse places. I'm always fascinated by people who work out in New York because it's kind of like its own a microcosm of an entire region. Mm-hmm. Like, like you can literally work only out of New York City. You Definitely. can have a whole career working out of, yeah. and then not only that, it's got its own thing, its own flavor. Yep. Like when you said, oh, I don't mind showing the ugly parts. Mm-hmm. That's New York City. Right, like right. Like it, it's so real. It's all about that authenticity, but then there's this human side to it too. Like what blows me away about New York City is like <clears throat> it's a little European in that like every neighborhood you're in, people are living in. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe with a few exceptions. Mm-hmm. But like and I so I think like there you you don't separate like the humanity from the city. I've been to some cities where like you're in the middle of the city and you're like, does anyone live here? Oh weird. Oh yeah, Indianapolis. You go to Indianapolis, like the whole middle of the city is just Office building, office building, office building. Nobody lives mm-hmm. there. After mm-hmm. 9 p.m., nothing is happening. Yeah. You're just, like, yeah. by yourself. I'm at the hotel just sitting there. And Every nothing. inch is for rent in New York City. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So New York, like, I think that just, like, when you look at people who work in New York in the wedding industry, like, their work is vibrant in that way. 
it's a little dark and moody, but then it's always this hopeful edge. Yeah. And I just, yeah. lo- I just love that. I look at that stuff. Shooting always- in New York, I, I do feel like you never know what's going to happen, too. Like, I, I ha- I've had, like, a handful of times where I've come down here to photograph people, and it's like, well, this random guy's playing a saxophone, so how yeah. can I incorporate <laughs> that in this photo that I'm taking? And it's, it's like, so it's good. fun. It it's keeps so you sharp. Like, we- in- incorporating the people of the city is one of my favorite things to do. It's yeah. just so, I'm like, there's going to be people in your photo. Accept it and actually, like... They're kind of going to make the photo, actually. It's yeah. pretty great. So it's kind of like... Definitely and, count and on that. When, when I photograph, and I think there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, you know, your first rule is like, get the cars out of the shot, like, or something like that. In New York, you're kind of just like, well, yeah. F it. I can't get yeah. any cars out of the Do you remember that time we were doing... What can you actually do? We were doing B-roll in New York for some corporate piece, and we are just shooting, like, this cool thing. And, like, I think it was, like, Elmo and Grover oh, yeah. are standing in the foreground. Giving jacking. me the middle finger. Yeah. Like, but we didn't know like, it until after. We're, like, looking at people, like, oh, this is a cool shot. And then, like, Elmo just turns around and just starts flipping the camera off. Oh, <laughs> like, grabbing so his solid. crotch. And you're, like, Elmo, I what the heck, it. man? You were like, that like, yeah, was New York. Yeah. You right guys, there. you got you to gotta sell that. Somewhere. I got to find that. that. Uh, I know. Like, I know. Stop. Um, let's get into kind of the, the meat and potatoes of this thing, which is, I think, um, I know for you, the team thing is unique, I think in the industry, but for you and for me, I think it's just a thing we kind of naturally did, right? How did that kind of start happening for you guys? For anybody who's interested in kind of growing a team, I think this would be a helpful part, but for us, we didn't, I don't think we set out to do it. I don't know if you did. Yeah. I don't know that most people, wedding photographers do, maybe they do. Um, but we sort of, it stumbled up on us. So, uh, when we were first starting out, there was, um, a guy who used to shoot for us. He's out in San Diego now. And he, you guys may know him. His name's Daniel Oren. Hmm. I don't know. He's a geeky, like, so you guys I love geeks. run in circles. Um, but he, um, he, he hit us up like, and was like, hey, can I come shadow a wedding with you? I'm new in town, da-da-da. And normally I, w- I was just like, yeah, sure, whatever, come on. Yeah. And so I let this guy who I didn't even know come and like tag along on a wedding with us, which is something I probably wouldn't do now. You wouldn't do it now? Yeah. It's just like, oh, another like body. Like yeah. it's, kind of the, yeah. it's kind of not really that great, but it was fine. But anyway, we're shooting this wedding, and Mike and I were still pretty fresh in, like, the New York scene. Um, And so we come, he shows up, and we're trying to do this, like, family photo, a ton of people in a dark room. I, we still didn't, like, really know lighting that well. We were kind of, like, kind of good at it. Not really. But Daniel's like, I got you. Boom, boom. Puts up lights. Boom, boom. Comes over and just puts a remote on my camera, and is like, 4.5, da-da-da-da, blah, blah, blah. And I go, this looks so fucking good. So I was like, we got to figure out a way to keep this guy. Yeah. He's so valuable. Yeah. We don't, he knows something that we don't that's going to elevate our work. And then he also had saw value in us because we could kind of show him this cool way we're shooting. So he was intrigued with the way we were shooting. We were intrigued with some technical savvy. And it just worked out. So then we're like, all right, we got to figure out a way to keep this guy. So we started like booking him and just a really great relationship. And yeah. then... From there, we, like, hired somebody to support him and be his, like, team. You know, we kind of were at that point doing teams all the time. And then it just it just always kind of organically happened. Like, totally. People just kind of showed up yep. the, in the right yep. place at the right time. Um, whenever we've, like, really, like, been like, cool, we need to find somebody. Never works out. Yeah. 
Yeah. It doesn't. It's always usually people coming to us or... You're like forcing it yeah. and you're trying to conform somebody into your culture that maybe isn't the right fit and then, you know, it's just... Well, and it's, they fall away after a short amount of time. Yeah. You know? I think this is the big difference between <clears throat> if you are like anti-volume models, if you're one of those people that have, oh, George Street, I don't like George Street or I don't like some, some company you don't mm-hmm. like. The, I think the big difference between a company like that and what we do and what what they do over at Shalise Michael is we're we're not just trying to fill some quota of shooters like we take the amount of weddings we can support based on the people we're comfortable working with not based on just some arbitrary number mm-hmm. and um if you're like trying to do it realize it should it should feel good definitely like when you're adding team members you should be like and it takes time to, I think for us it took time to figure out like there are some people we've worked with who were like, yeah, this guy's going to be awesome. And then we're like, oops, oops. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think like you're, that's what you're trying to find is like, not just your creative voice, yeah. but your, what is our culture? Yeah. Yep, yep. What is our culture? And then you'll start learning, oh, this guy fits into our culture. Yeah. This person fits in and all that. And some and, of the and, best advice I got was hire slow and fire fast. And yeah. like yeah. that just holds so true. You can't rush this kind of stuff because especially when you're like, okay, let's book this guy. And then he's booked for a whole year out and you're like, shit. We yep. have yeah. this guy for a whole year. Yeah. What are we going to do? You got you to gotta like go in soft and, and then see how it goes. That, yeah. That's been tough because like some, some people like it's more we, – we've – Try to develop a process where we can weed those people out early where it's like, well, you're going to assist. You're not even going to lead shoot at first. It's just you're going to come to weddings. We can usually find people that are like, well, this person has a weird character thing. Like mm-hmm. It's like they can't show up on time ever. Mm-hmm. So if they can't show up on time for this, like I'm, I'm not going to trust them with a wedding literally ever. So you weed those people out early. Yeah. Something I, I like that you said was like not only did, you know, he when he came on and started helping you, it was like he's not only contributing to your culture and like, or I guess like fitting in your culture. It's like, he's actually enhancing your culture Absolutely. by like bringing something that's totally new and totally different mm-hmm. to, you know, the, the, the process and, and, you know, um, what your company goals are. Yeah. So how would yeah. you just, who would you say, like, you've kind of been working on this for a couple of years, um, in terms of identifying those people who, mm-hmm. what is, what is that person like now in your mind? Yeah, there's definitely, I guess, sort of attributes, uh, in a way of, that person, but really what it comes down to is what their end goal is. So yeah. to me, the perfect person to join our team is somebody who's already been doing it, tried to run their own business, maybe hated running a business. Mm. So they already, they're not in it to like come and like, basically I don't want them to just come in and t- waste our time and have us spend a year coaching them and getting them up yes. there and then peace out. So the people who have already run a business and like really like, I don't like this. I just want to shoot. I just want to create and like do something else on my own on the side. That is the perfect person because they've already been through it. They've already, they know how hard it is to run a business and they know it's not for them. And they just want to shoot and edit or whatever. So those are the perfect kind of people for me. I I love that. I I love when... um you, you mentioned that at workshop and I was like, oh, that's so true. Cause that's uh, the one person that we really hadn't worked with before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find a lot of times that that type of person is a person that's like, you know what, working on a weekend, making, you know, a certain amount of money in one day that I make the rest of the week working at this other random job. Um, that, that's interesting to me. Like, the, and, and you can 
find people that are talented that maybe work, you know, a part-time or full-time job. And um, yeah, just, just finding that person was someone that was a little bit of a challenge. And I think in the last couple of years, we've had a couple shooters who have come on board who are just like, you know, I want to um, work, you know, just one day a week as opposed to, you know, doing editing the rest of the week. And um, I think with video, no. it's a little different in that um, it's mildly more technical. Totally. Definitely. And so we actually do fine with people who have zero experience. Um, many of yeah. our people have zero experience mm-hmm. and they assist with us for like one to two years before they are trusted to shoot. Right, right. So they're showing up, yep. carrying our bags, and then they're learning to set up lighting and then they're learning to set up their audio and then they're lear- like they're learning all the parts that like are best <clears throat> they're just fu- like fundamentals yep and then, and then you know they start understanding how to work with couples and then not how to not piss off other vendors right right and then eventually like the last thing i care about is if they're good shooters oh it's amazing the most thing i care <laughs> about is like and i do care about that but like the, that's like the end of yeah. are you ready is yeah. the first thing is do you know how to not screw up? Right, right. And then <laughs> you're responsible. Give me good footage that I can edit, like, right, and don't right. screw up. And then, are you going to treat people the right way? Yeah. Are you going to ruin my reputation with all the planners and the photographers and the people mm-hmm. that I worked really hard to work with? Yeah. That's yeah. our big thing. Are um, they hard workers? Well, you, you don't yeah. learn that until you actually like have them come along with you. And you're like, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, you see some colors, and you're like, okay, that's how you roll. All right, we don't want any of that. Yeah. Yep. It's okay. How, how do you, so Jay mentioned a little bit before, like the cohesiveness of the style and, and you know, the, the brand. Do you find that you're going out and looking for people that match, you know, that certain aesthetic or are you just like, I mean, you, you guys do a lot of the edits too, right? Like you guys have everyone shoot, the edits come back to you. Is that how so it So that's what works? it used to be like. Um, okay. The way it yeah. used to work for years, and when, when we had our team for solid, it was, you know, like, it's like for a good solid three to four years, yeah. everybody would shoot. They would call their own work, which I think is super important. They oh, yeah, you got to look at your own work. need to see their work. Um, and then Mike and I would do the editing. So yeah. this kept the brand, like, really um, cohesive, like yeah. the coloring, yeah. the toning. Like, it's really hard to match someone's edits. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, yeah. it's really hard to do. Because you're making all these choices in the middle of it. You can't just tell a person, put this template on. Right. But that was honestly kind of killing me and Mike. We're like, we can't edit 100 plus weddings a year. Totally. We are out of our fucking (laughs) minds. So, you know, once we kind of did that, like to your last season, chilled out and Mm -hmm. just rebuilt our foundation. We're like, we need to not only find a shooter that complements our style, but also knows how to edit. And we're going to pay him or her more yep. to edit his or her photos. And if they can't, well, we now have an in-house editor that yes. edits Mike and I's work. Yep. And then we do the final pass. So instead of 12 or 14 hours, <clears throat> excuse me, it's, you know, two to three. Sure. So um, worst case scenario, like we can run it by him. Um, but ideally, our shooters are editing their own work now. And it's good for you. That That's awesome. takes a year of training. So Danny's our, he just joined us last season. Last year in the spring, he came in every single week, brought all his images. We would kind of pre-cull or pre-edit certain sections together and edit with him. It took him a year to get there with us. Mm -hmm. You know, he was a little more like on the cool side, like even moodier and darker. Yeah. 
And we just had to teach them to like warm it up. Just it lift up. it up. That was just, just for us. You know, I'm like, do you on yes. whatever else you shoot, but for us, this. So it takes a minute. Yeah. A lot of minute. It, uh, it yeah. does. A lot. But, I mean, we probably even go another step with the video process because we're like, we want you to use all, our, all of our gear because consistency is huge. Like on yeah. the video side, you can't really do what we're trying to do with everyone having a bunch of different Even styles. Even just getting the files, they have to be exactly the same. Yeah. Mm. So it's like everyone has to use our gear, step one. And then step two is you have to come and you have to sit. We all sit together and we talk about when we're doing the getting ready or whatever part of the day. We want you to use this lens, mm -hmm. this camera. Right, um, right. This shot. Here's yeah, an example, specific. five times. Yeah, yeah. We, we have a shot list. So it's like, this is an ideal shot at this time of day of a venue or whatever. I know, across the board. Um, yeah. And then we even, we, I don't know if we're doing this anymore, but at one point we were even scoring every wedding. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We were, we were like, like, you missed these shots. You what, know. did you give them some gold stars too? No, we would keep it kind of private. We would just oh. talk about it like, hey, this guy consistently In, misses the totally. Internally, not yeah. to them. Totally internally. Yeah. Yep. Or, but if someone did a great job, we would publicly of course. praise them, but Absolutely. privately criticize them and then yeah. fire them. Well, yep. and as far as um, just to go back to like how do we create a – because the editing is one thing, yep. but when we're hiring people, we are looking for like – Something that complements our brand. It mm -hmm. doesn't, they don't, we don't want mini Shalice mini mics. Yes. Because that's us. And nobody, we can never expect that. Yep. But one really valuable lesson I learned through this was, you know, we had this like really cool hip style. And then we brought on this one particular photographer who was wonderful. Um, but they had a little more of a classic, a slightly more classic look. Mm -hmm. So... I was a little worried, like, is this going to work, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I have to say, they got booked quicker than the other team every year for like four years straight because they they kind of attracted um, couples that liked us and liked yeah. our edge but where maybe we were a little like mm, I don't think I could pull off laying yeah, on the like, ground maybe we're not that cool yeah. but we want to be associated with this cool brand and the edit I like their edits but sure. so I was like oh this is actually great to have somebody with a little more diversity mm -hmm. as a creative because then we kind of speak to two different kinds of couples do you Does that allow? Make sense? Yeah, totally. Do you allow the couples to choose like the photographer that they of want course. specifically? They're like, oh, you oh, know, yeah. you have a gallery of this shooter, hundred percent, a gallery of that shooter, and you're like, yeah, okay, that that yeah, when the makes inquiry comes through, sense. we're like, boom, boom, boom's available. Yep. Links to all their portfolios. Take yep. a pick. Sweet, sweet. Um, and some people email us right away saying, I'm really into Danny's work. Yep. What's his price? Like bypassing Schleus and Mike. Sure. Which is awesome. A great feeling. I'm like, yes. oh, I'm doing. We're doing something right. Yeah. yeah. Great. I tell people all the time, like, you can compliment my work and be like, oh, we love our film. What actually makes me feel the best is when someone's like, we just had Caleb and he was fantastic. Yeah. Like, we love that kid. Like it's like proud parent feeling. Totally. Right it makes well, me feel so we, much better. I'm sure. Do you ever get the messages from other vendors? Oh, they were there today. They were so amazing. Absolutely. That's the best. Absolutely. We get them all, like, probably, maybe they, not every yeah. weekend, but almost every weekend, like, somebody's texting us, Dom was here, he was amazing, oh, Caleb was here, he was amazing. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, people who, and a lot of times, there are people who I really respect, and I would be horrified. Actually, one time, somebody I really respected was like, who's this guy who sent me? Yeah, <laughs> this guy sucks. And I was like, what? I was like, what's wrong? And then my shooter's like, this guy, Joe, he's a piece of crap. And, <laughs> And I'm like freaking out because that never has happened. And then right. they're both like, no, we're just having with you. Because <laughs> they knew how it would make me feel. 
<laughs> but, but that's like, you know, a tribute to, you know, he was doing a great job where they could just like meet and joke around like each other. Yeah. Let that, you know, shoot oh. the crap with each other. So, yeah. So, so I'm always fascinated about how you break into a market like this. So you weren't from New York. No, we're from Arizona. So like, what the heck? <laughs> how did we break into it? I don't even know. I mean, I feel like New York just really welcomed us. Like, we came in and just, um, you know when you go to a new city with, like, fresh eyes and everything's amazing to you mm-hmm. and you just want to shoot everything? I feel like we had that fresh freshness in us. Like, we weren't raised on the East Coast. So, like, there was a different viewpoint. But we just kind of, like, connected with the right Brooklyn vendors that were all we were all kind of coming up around the same time, and that was like we just like connected really well. The, and it's a was really that at like the beginning? Crew. Was that like the beginning of like Brooklyn becoming Brooklyn yeah, now? I'd say like 2012. Yeah. yeah, but it was like I was really shocked at how cool everybody was and supportive and not super competitive. Mm-hmm. I've had the same. Yeah, I want to think that in New York. I think nobody it, would think that because New York is New York. It's like you I know, think it has to do with Brooklyn dog. and Manhattan. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Yes. And yeah. I mean, I've talked to the this guy uh, Brandon is a Fuji rep who used to. Um, they would sponsor our camp go away thing yeah. that we would do, and he when I hit him up being like, "Hey, we're doing this camp," and like all these photographers are getting together and like hanging out, he's like, "Wait, you guys get along?" And I'm like, "Yeah, dude," and he's like. Uh, he didn't believe me yeah. and we had to meet in person and he was like floored that I hung out with like dozens of wedding photographers on the regular and we all like were cool and he had to come to Camp Goway to see it for himself. Yeah, and that's awesome. A bunch of film. Well, it's like, <laughs> we always joke about it where I was like, hashtag community over competition because that whole thing. Uh, and, like in Arizona, it was very, but it's, yeah. It was not friendly. Yeah, okay, okay, interesting. Yeah, because I find in, we're, we're Massachusetts, Rhode Island, we're kind of all New England. I don't know if it's friendly or not. I don't really. I, don't I think know. Rhode Island is very friendly. Yes. Like everyone is just want to see everyone succeed. Massachusetts, Boston, it's a little bit more. It's a little bit. It's more an old boys stuff. club, yeah. including women. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. Yeah. Old, old humans yeah. club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, will be like the same people will work every wedding. Right. And right, then they right. won't refer anyone outside of the okay. circle. I had a vendor yeah. one time look at me and go, "Is this your first wedding?" Oh. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I mean, I'm like, I guarantee I've shot more weddings than you. <laughs> but like, he was just <clears throat> like, that's the Boston wow. thing. And we were just like, that was what, like, at the, after that wedding, I was like, screw these weddings. Yeah. I don't want to work in this city. And then we were like, this is stupid. There's a lot of money here. We should yeah. <laughs> back, back yeah. it up. recalibrate. <laughs> but, but we had to like, in order to get in, we've had to actually in, work really hard Yeah. at engendering like, trust with that group mm-hmm. of people and becoming part of that group of people. And, and, and it's great now, but I know like, I don't have a problem with the city having like a gauntlet that you have to get through to get in the club mm-hmm. is what it is. So New York city. You, so you just came in, you went to, you moved to Brooklyn. Did you move here for photography? Mm, kind of. It was, uh, so in Arizona, I was just starting out. I just decided I'm going to do weddings. Mm-hmm. And then um, Mike and I were, we're like, uh, we had a crew out here, a bunch of Phoenicians that also had moved out here. And like, mm-hmm. you guys need to be in New York. Just get your ass out here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do you want to move to New York? And literally, and I was like, yeah, let's go. I would rather go now and like start there than start here in Arizona. Yes. So we just like came out here and just 
worked really hard. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. No. You know, yeah. and everybody finds their circle, and that circle is going to be different for everybody. Like the circle I'm in, a lot of people are like, "Where do you go hang out? Who? Where, how do you find these people?" It's like you just find them. Like, I don't know. You all you find your crew that's all coming up, and you mm-hmm. end up growing together. Our um, for us as filmmakers, it's much harder, I think, to find local people. There's just, so few, there's so, like, our circle is actually national. Mm-hmm. The people that we are, I would say, peers with. And photographers. Just photographers. And yeah. photographers. It's, and planners. Yeah. The local circle is photographers, planners. And I know, we know, like, maybe three filmmakers. Yeah. Yeah, the, like, the wedding video place is weird because, honestly, a lot of videographers view the photographers as the enemy. You know, oh, it's yeah. like, oh yeah, and we're just like, what is wrong with you people? Like, yeah. It's we're the same, you know. Like yeah. we're, we're we're trying to do the same job. Do you guys on on? So I'm not on photography boards. I should do that though, huh? Anyway, <laughs> but I'm not on those boards, so I don't know. So on video boards, like Facebook boards oh, yeah, and Reddit yeah. groups and whatever, every week there's somebody posting a picture of a photographer standing in their shot complaining. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is that the same with video? Um, there's definitely. I mean, oh, yeah. that's definitely. Course. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we all have those situations. I find that they're pr- kind of rare. I mean, it's all about communication, and I find. But that then sometimes true. you communicate someone, and they're like, "Yeah, cool," but then they do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And those are the yeah. ones you get posted. And you're like, "Dude, what the? Come heck? on, like, yeah, we talked. We talked about I thought this. we were doing all this I together. We were on the same team. Like, Why do you have three tripods in the aisle? <laughs> you know, like I've only done the picture once. Where I was like, "Oh my god, I've never seen three full-on massive tripods in an aisle." How in one I- aisle? Yeah, and I was like. Wow. Why would even this be the value of that? worthy. I don't know, you yeah. guys. I don't know. <laughs> so the rolly tripods are I'm my like, favorite. how are they going to get down the aisle? Yeah. <laughs> We've broached the subject. <laughs> anyway. Like, you're working with filmmakers probably. How many yeah. of your weddings do you think, like, most of them? So we have a videographer as well. And we actually brought one Ooh. on Sweet. because of the communication barrier. We're like, well, for if if... We may as well offer videos so we have somebody that, like, speaks our language and, like, we know we can just, like, link arms and, like, rock it and not have to actually talk and just communicate, like. Yep. Um, so she works with us. And then I would say, honestly, only probably, like, 30, not that many, 30, 40%. You have to bring us maybe on. Maybe 30%. Yeah. Our couples want video. So it's really not up to me. But I always recommend, you know, obviously us and or other people that I know I have a good communication with and like yeah. working relationship with, to be honest. And I tell couples that I'm like, let me know if you're hiring video because I want to know who they are so I can talk to them and know that they're cool. And there's people I've worked with where I actually don't ever want to work with them again because they're Completely. so aggressive. And what is I'm the like, thing? I would rather actually not take this wedding if you're working with them. And totally. I won't say that, but if I get wind, I what might, is the like, thing that you hate? Um, just like really aggressive on the couple and up, like for instance, like at a ceremony when the videographers are up there with yes. them, yeah. like there's no need to be up there. Like literally like literally, physically like, in their physically space? Physically in the, with the wedding party, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, actually a wedding I shot in Boston, um, gentleman was standing his butt right in front of the parents the whole fucking time, like. Uh, I was just like, this is so disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> it's more about like, I just get bummed out about the experience of everybody. Yes. I'm affected by that. Yeah. And then I get like, 
what if everybody here thinks that they're my team, you know, because people get confused, like, oh, it's probably the photographer. You know what I mean? I worry about that, too. I, I just, we, since we started with both photo and video, and since I think I had a background in photo, so I was like, this is, these are the shots that I want to get. This is the angle that I'm trying to get. It just kind of came second nature for us to be like, well, in order for the photographer to get those shots, we need to have, work with zoom lenses. We need to have, like, a better approach than just putting three tripods in the middle aisle because it's, you can get a very similar shot. You just might have to be a little bit more creative and, and have a better approach. Or better equipment. Better equipment might be yeah. a part of that. But um, it just came so easy. So for us, we were like, we found most photographers would be like, we actually love working with you. And not only do we like like get along, but it's like, I would prefer to have you here because then we can work off of each other and have a good working relationship. So it's all about hashtag team wedding. It is yeah. very much about teamwork, communication. I mean, you just gotta, you have to work together. Like, yeah. don't let it ruin your day. But, you know, sometimes I see some shit and I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. But, you know, it's all usually a style thing and like, I don't know. I don't think I really, there's some photographers that I'm like, that's I'm the sure worst. I'm sure you see it too. You're like, well, the only thing that I see sometimes, I don't really care about what they do work wise. It doesn't matter to me. You do whatever you want. Um, and then we don't work with photographers who are, like, bad, pretty mm -hmm. much. We pretty much work with pretty much yeah. pretty solid people. Yeah. And so um, I guess if we were working with someone who's terrible, maybe I'd feel different. But regardless, we're usually working with good people. The only thing that I sometimes get as a filmmaker is when people are just so um, skeptical of you from the, just because you're a filmmaker. Mm. And they will literally just do things to keep you from getting access. Oh, that's rude. To They're the like client. trying to kind of yeah. sabotage. It's like a box out. Yeah, yeah. they'll be like, yeah. like, I'll say, like, hey, just let me know when you're going to do the dress. And they will just start the dress mm -hmm. and without even telling me. And right, right. And I'll be like, I thought we were going to do this. And they'll yeah. act like we had no conversation. Little things like that. But in yeah. general, like, I don't, that doesn't even happen very often. I can count like no. three times that that's ever happened. We, we've tried to, whenever we're working with someone we haven't worked before, I, I think I've tried to make it an emphasis for our guys to be like, send them an email. Just say, hey, my name is whatever. Usually the week of, because if yep. I was a photographer, I'd just forget who you are in like two seconds. Yeah, like up. two days before. Week of, hey, I'm, you know, Jared, we're going to be really excited to be working together. And, you know, I, I just want to let you know, this is the way that I work. Let, let me know if that's a problem. Like, mm -hmm. I want to have our cameras off to the sides, you know, hopefully out of your way. Just give them like a general overview. And then, you know, hopefully if there is any problems, I think you're nipping them in the bud before. They yeah, even, and I think the know. moral of the story is like, it's not that hard to no. work with someone else. Well, so I was chatting with you earlier about this, something that yeah. we've sort of implemented about working with videographers um, that I'm excited about, and I think it benefits both. But yeah. I want to, would love to hear your take okay. on this. Yeah. Somebody else was like, no. Interesting. Um, a photographer was a friend of mine was like, no, and I was like, I don't get this. But anyway, um, I. Worked with a videographer earlier in 2019, and uh, I had my time. You know, like we're going. I went to take the couple out on the street, and I was like, "Where's, where's, where's Alex? Where's the videographer?" Yeah. I was trying to find him, couldn't find yeah. him. I'm like, Shit. "I'm like, all right, go. we're gonna go." Yeah. But like, if you see him, somebody. Yep. Um, we go do our thing, and I felt bad. I was like, "Oh, I bet he wants to be here anyway." But whatever, doing my thing. Go back inside, and I was like, "Hey, dude, I'm so sorry. We were out there, I didn't see you." He goes, "Why would I come with you?" For portraits interesting like he's like those are stills i want movement i why would i come with you for yeah. that and i was like oh my god i 
love you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I get why videographers come along. Yeah. But it made us change the way that we do our video with yeah. Emily, our, our videographer. The way we do it is like if we're going to do portraits, I get the couple for 20 minutes on my own or like 15, whatever the time allows. Yep. And she gets them for the second half. So maybe the extra 20 minutes. And what this allows is like me to have creative freedom without somebody right behind me or like in my shot yep. or like, and I work really fast. I kind of forget to be like, oh shoot, I'll yeah, look like, you, hey, yeah. next. And the video was like, wait. And I'm like, yeah. oh shit. That's sorry. how I think city weddings are, way, by the way. Like, just go in a mile a minute. So it allows me to just like have some intimate time with them yep. without them feeling paparazzied. And then handing them off to Emily gives me a break. I'm like, oh, I just need totally. to. Totally. And then she gets to create something totally visually different so that. The client's not getting a video that's just mirroring their stills, yeah. which I think is like way more valuable, and it gives her complete creative freedom. Yeah. So some videographers are like, no, I don't want that. And I'm like, what are you doing Honestly, here? Honestly, uh, I think a lot of videographers won't know how to pose people. They don't know people. how to do it. Yeah, because like, they just lean on the photographer. That's what this is. And it's like, and we do, you know, we do all this scouting and like pre. Yeah. And like, so that drives me a little crazy when they're like, where are we doing this? Where are we doing that? I'm like, yeah. Am I so, doing both our jobs? So for Stop Go Love, we would only ever s snipe the photographer's shots because of time and because they're not paying for that level of investment, mm -hmm. the couple. Well, it's all about now educating them. Like, mm -hmm. I require this. Yes. Your videographer should require this. I, I think yes. if, if, if there was a photographer who wanted that, we'd be like, okay, yeah, it's just, we just have to plan for it for, in the schedule. But for Huxley, totally film, for Huxley Film, which is our high-end line, we require it. Yes. Good. Yes. I think so, the more that people do this, yes. it'll help. I think so. <laughs> because, like, so. I'll show you some footage. We did, we lit it with, like, RGB um, Quasar. quasars. Yeah. And we cleared a whole room in the hotel. <laughs> and we, we lit it like a music video. Got you. So the couple came in and we did a little session with yep. them. It doesn't mean if the, if, the, if the photographer was like, oh, yeah, you can come with me. We'd probably go shoot it, but it's more like documenting course, the day. Yeah. Like maybe we, the photographer would even be in the shot. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't get any, we wouldn't go like, let me get some gimbal stuff. I prefer not to interrupt a photographer's work. But so it's like, I don't necessarily think, like there are times where you just have to, that's the only thing I'll say. There are, especially city weddings, there are times where the schedule's so tight, nobody's going to get more than 20 Absolutely. minutes with a couple. It's a rare, rare occasion. I mean, but it just comes down to a, our, I feel like it's our responsibility mm -hmm. to communicate to them and the planners. So I'm hitting people up a month or two yes. out and being like, just so you know, this has to happen. Yep. We need separate time. Videographers should also have their own time. Yep. With the New Year's Eve wedding we just did, I, for three months, and, and I went to the hotel early and got the space cleared out. Mm -hmm. And But that was a much more high-end wedding yep. in terms of the time and the creativity yep. that goes into it. So it's like... I think you, that way that you're talking about, why would someone not want that, I guess I would say? It's all about the way you pitch yeah. it. And you're like, don't you want a video that's a little different than your photos? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, but some, even if it's only 10 minutes each, the, we each kill it in 10 minutes, right? Video of posing is personal opinion. Someone can feel totally different. So but boring. It's boring. Yes. But what, well, you can tell. I, I, the thing that I do like is, is if like a photographer is, you know, working with a couple and then they're like, okay, hang on, I'm just going to switch cameras. And then they're like talking to each other during this time. And they're just like, you know, he says something to her and actually makes her laugh. It lo that looks good on video. And, and some photographers, but, by the way, have shooting styles that are super kinetic. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of motion involved. That looks great on camera. That's not most, especially city photographers. Yeah. City photographers, a lot of posing. Well, I find yeah. myself yeah. being the like videographer's cheerleader sometimes because they're not mm-hmm. doing anything. A lot of them and have I'm never like, posed anyone. And then I'm just like, okay, you guys move. Let's get movement. Yeah. Like da 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 da. And I'm like, wait, I'm. Wait, what am I doing? But yeah. like, I'm trying to like get <laughs> yeah. this going. Yeah. They've never posed anyone. Well, they shouldn't. Yeah, it's it's strange. It's never yeah. happened. So, like they like your job is posing. That's your job well, since the, yeah, since the like, moment that you started shooting photography. You yeah. seen your photo or whatever you did mm-hmm. first. You're posing someone, and you're working for years and years and years, developing a repertoire of poses, yeah. making and people comfortable. And we are shooting in between poses. That's how we get our candid shots. Yeah, yeah, but like, a, yeah. But yeah. if a videographer, they probably started on a tripod, <laughs> in a studio somewhere. Like they've never posed anyone, they've yeah. never had to like the maybe a director t- directed all the talent and all they've ever done is help sab- Right, right. Like the, a lot of these guys know don't know anything about posing people. Now that's changing. I think the industry is tweaking in that mm-hmm. way. We went to I didn't really go, but Henry did that workshop just just on posing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a workshop on posing for videographers. Yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting. Really? We don't talk about that. Dude, you guys need to. We yeah. talk about gear. Yeah. Oh shit! Yep. Yeah, we talk about gear. We, we we don't talk about that stuff. And so, like, I think it's 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 changing in the industry for us. Well, it's not even posing; it's directing. It's yeah. it's it's. But they've like, never done like, that I've either. I've seen Sharon do it, and I'm like, I can't. I she's gonna love that I'm gonna like want to yes. be separated. Yes. Because she commands it. She's really good at. And I, I don't I haven't seen anybody else do it like her. It's a, I think it's just a matter of setting expectations because I know a lot of photographers that would be like, you know kind of um, like if you were like, if the videographer was like, I need my own time. If they demanded their own time, they would be upset about that, that Mm -hmm. they're not included. So I I think for us- Or a planner, they would be like, they want to get back to their friends and and have drinks. And you, 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 you're, one thing you do need to understand, filmmakers are usually picking up the scraps of the whole day. We're, we're like, we made a career off being bottom feeders. Because like, <laughs> explain. I, I because think, I you're mean, picking up like like you're the last book. Mm-hmm. You're they they're just like they have extra money. They book you, right? They're they're not that many people will literally say to us, "Oh, we don't want to." Basically, we don't want to see you. We're not comfortable being vi- videoed. And that's not everybody, but that's a lot of people are just like, "I don't want to even think about my videographer." Yeah, so Great. you you yeah. pretty much. Unless you're creating a product that that tells the story, right, right. you're involved in this. So if you wanna, if that's what you wanna make, well, which Huxley yeah. film? I wanna make that. Well, that, I mean, it's like AY Video guys. They're incredible, and I think their clients are like really excited that they're there. Mm-hmm. They're a huge part of it. I've worked with them a couple times, and they're definitely like they're part of it, and mm-hmm. they're really respected by the people that are there. Well, and it's one of those hmm. things. I think with you just get PTSD. Yeah. As a filmmaker cuz oh. you you show up, you just learn like you learn your role and you learn how to be successful on the day which is don't piss anyone off. Mm-hmm. Make everybody happy. I literally saw a post the other day of does anyone know of a videographer who I won't see all day? Like it was a bride and someone recommended us. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Like somebody was like, oh, I worked with them and we didn't even notice him. It was a planner. Um, yeah. That's what they want. No, that's a selling That's honestly, a selling that point. Is, there's only like one or two people that I can honestly say that about in New York City. And they are like the only people I want to work with. Yeah. 
Not for the couple, but even just like we're both like yeah. that. Like I'm very discreet too. Yep. People don't really know I'm there. I mix yep. in. But, but I, yeah. I do think like that is not the product that I want to make. Mm -hmm. We want to make something that lets us, that's a closer to like an editorial piece of commercial work. Mm -hmm. But I mean, this this person that I'm I'm referring to, you wouldn't, you can't, you'd be blown away, mm -hmm. blown away at his work, and it's just yeah. Having yeah. a solo session is not something most. I bet if you polled videographers, many of them have never had it. Well, I'm pushing for it because yeah, I, I like it. I want them to have it. I think they should. I think a majority of videographers would agree with you. They'd be like, oh, if they, they push for that, should. I would totally take you know take advantage of that. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm going to help you guys. <laughs> I put a cheer Change in. Just <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's great, and I think we do need to educate videographers, too, on, like, hey, flex this creative muscle. Mm -hmm. And this is why yes. I think, like, when you look at, you can't have animosity because the people that, if you want to learn how to pose, hang out with, hang out with photographers. Mm -hmm. Not just posing, because you don't necessarily want to imitate their poses, but you do want to imitate the bedside manner, mm -hmm. yeah. which is, like, these people know how to make a person comfortable to do what they want. Yeah. And it, yeah. The majority of videographers that I have worked with when we're doing portraits, I'll be like, after I'm done shooting, I'm like, do you, what do you want to do? And they're just like, nothing. They, just well, they got their they're, stuff. I'm like, okay. All yep. right. Cool. Yep. I don't need to keep asking this question. We can just, I yeah. can just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, like, it, I, but I want inside. I'm like, why? Why aren't you doing something? Like, how are you not inspired right now to like do something else? Yeah. Like, what the hell is going I mean, on? I think they've so just. For me, I'm like, as a creative, I'm like, what? How? Yeah. Why don't you? I'm giving you free reign right now, and you're not taking it. This is really weird. Probably have just people have just been like. Some people just might, like I said, PTSD. Like they've just been. Oh, they've maybe, tried maybe, to do things before. Yeah, we need to have a talk with them. Yeah, before, we need to have a, like talk give them a hug. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. You can do this. Yeah, yeah, you can. I, you must. I want you to. Please. For you, I really, for you, I hope you. the industry goes that way. I think it would be beneficial for everybody to just like, hey, you know, I need this amount of time. But like, like Jay said, you know, usually most venues aren't even going to be used to that, so they're like, no. Well, the, why do the venues get to have say? It's that, about educating your client. It goes back to the photographer, though. I think. Well, and your photographer yeah. being like the schedule I mean, is I mean, pretty much made usually between the planner and photographer, and we get whatever is left over. They yeah. don't even ask. Well, why don't us. Yeah. Why don't you ask? To well, we do sometimes. Why why I'm just saying, say like, like you have to manually insert yourself in that process, mm -hmm. and I'm comfortable doing that, but a lot of other people aren't. Maybe see, I I I think that you should try. We yeah. do. Yeah. You know, and I mean, with the communication and be like, mm -hmm. oh, who's your photographer? Cool. Yeah. I'm going to hit them up and like mm -hmm. ask them about, yes. can we each split some time up? And yep. if that's the person who's like communicating with the planner the most, the photographer, and they know that you want that, then they're going to be on board. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's I all think about so. all of us communicating. Well, and if yeah. somebody is like a jerk, they're just a jerk. It is what it is. Sometimes you work with jerks. Totally. Like, you just show up, you do your job, you do the best you can. But, like, I do think, like, I'm, I always tell Jared, I'm like, I'll ask anyone for anything. Yeah. Like, and the, the worst thing I can say is no. Yep. And so, yep. like, I'll go, I go to the hotel and I'm like, hey, I got, like, three hotel staff and I'm like, I need this room cleared. Is that okay? Can we do that? And they're like, okay. <laughs> and then we clear the room out and then we bring all the lights in. Mm -hmm. We had the couple for 10 minutes. At that wedding, and it's dope looking. 
And it's so different than what the photographer did. The photographer took them out in the street and all stuff. We have this like crazy music video looking stuff. Cool. That's, I mean, that's good. You should have diversity. No, I wouldn't really care if the photographer wanted to tag along. Yeah. It wouldn't bother me. I think when you get into higher end markets, it's much more boutique and and customized to create the experience. You create the experience. What, you know, some of the venues that you, you go to, it's all about the main goal is not creating a product, the main goal is consistency and the main goal is just doing the same thing over and over again yeah. not messing you know not messing with their schedule and a lot of photographers are going to be the same way mm-hmm. at that a certain price point where they're just going to be like oh you know i, I just want to create this thing yep, yep. make it super easy make it super streamlined and you know but when you get into higher markets i, mm-hmm. I love that idea i think the the whole process deserves yeah, a complete I hear you makeover where you, you lose yeah. a little con- creative control I yeah there's a wedding that. and there's a there's a there's, I know where that line is, yeah. and we don't, we don't go. Shalise, so my photography doesn't have any desire to go there. Oh yeah, because we okay. get so much creative freedom. Yeah, and it's honored by everybody. Yes, and that's interesting. It's so nice. Yeah. Well, well, when and was it that does a decision? Have to do with the price point. We used to be more expensive. Yeah. Okay. And we started getting the kinds of weddings that we yeah. didn't like, meaning attitude, the way we were treated, yeah. the what we just felt like. Uh, the the help yeah and okay. I don't want to feel that way totally so we we kind of we yeah. we we learn that that it's money yeah you know what's weird is like so with that's video, why you have a team yeah with video it's opposite is <laughs> like the less the more you get paid the more creative freedom that makes total sense because no one's gonna try to get a wedding film that is yeah. this crazy wedding film unless they really want a wedding film and that is so interesting what we're trying to do yeah. too is we want to shoot a lot with a couple before the wedding. So I think it kind of gets rid of that help kind of mentality where they're like, oh, we hung out with them. We went on a boat with them. Like we did all That's these actually things. really interesting. Yeah. Let's camp here and then, and then we'll do, we're going to ask, what's sure. your favorite thing? So you need to tell us something awesome that you're into right now. Mm-hmm. So think about that. But before we get into that, this is an awesome thing. Establishing relationships with clients, yeah. especially even when you have a team. I can tell you how we do mm. it. I'd love to hear how you do yeah, it. Yeah, so totally. We, we, um, Jared, I want to talk a little bit about how we kind of get our shooters established as the client buddies. Um, yeah, so we, we do have a process, I would say. Uh, it starts with me talking to the couple, getting them hyped up on us and like our personality as, I guess, a brand. Like, this is who we are. This is how we treat people. Um, we're into you guys. And then we set up a meeting for the shooter to be able to catch up with the couple too and kind of develop their own relationship. Like and after we, they're booked? After they're booked. Gotcha. After, or before they're booked. If, okay. I'm like, dude, if you yeah, want to catch works. up with the shooter beforehand, yeah. let's get you on the line. Let's Definitely. do it. Most people for us, I think that there is a little bit of a split between photo and video here, mm-hmm. but most people for us are going to be like, whatever. Yeah, we tr- We like you. We trust you. They trust so. your brand. Yes. They got it. Oh, and yeah. we typically we get a referral and, from uh, their planner right, or yeah. right. photographer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and then we hand them off to our shooter and our shooter's like, hey, I'm Caleb. You know, this is who I am. You know, this is some things that I'm really passionate about. We have them catch up on the phone. And, and then anytime there's any questions about the day, shooting, talking to the photographer, whatever, it's all through that shooter. So they have a personal plan for. Absolutely. And they're the one who talks to the photographer, the yep. planner, yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, yeah, communication's important. Yep. Um, we're the same boat. It's like they have a meeting with them in our studio face to face before booking. 
Um, we actually don't book any clients without actually having some sort of face yep. meeting. Um, and then from there, yeah, they take on all the communication. Yep. And our studio manager is CC'd, and I'm CC'd when, yes. I, when they know I should be, like if it's a weird question. Yes. But, yeah, from there, like it's about them at that point. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what's funny? That's what we do, similar. And I talk to other studios, they're like, oh, I don't let my shooters. Because do they not trust them? I, I don't know. I think, like, I think what we're getting at with, it's both hard. Of, with both of our brands is, like, we want them to be a certain way. We want the deliverable to be a certain way, right? <clears throat> I want it to be volume, but also high end. I don't want it to ever feel like a disposable product, right? And I know it has to be relational to be that. And, and, like, I think if you want to do volume and high-end, because high-end is not just what you deliver. It's the price you sell it at. It's the people you – I think high-end is actually the people you work next to mm-hmm. more so. Like, the planners you work with, mm-hmm. the photographers you work with, the vendors you work. Definitely. That, to me, is high-end. Like, if mm-hmm. I'm working in nice hotels and whatever, the place I want to work, whatever it is um, – that's high end. It's not so much my price, even though that matters, mm-hmm. but like sustainable high end is the, the, right. the company you keep. That's about people, right. relationships. And I think if you want to grow your brand to the point where you're like, you have some, vol- you're really a mix of both. You're doing, you're not charging like $1,500. Mm-hmm. You're charging a good price, but you're also scaling. You got to trust your shooters. Well, yeah. and of Put yourselves in their shoes. Like, how would you feel if you just were like, you just show up and shoot? Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's you're not going to feel anything. You're not going to really probably care half as much. Mm-hmm. Connect you with don't a couple. You have won't. a connection. Yeah. You're not, you're just there to do a job. Yeah. You're just one of the shooters. Yeah. Like, there's no ownership to anything. Yeah. So you have to honor, it's like honoring them. I, I, yeah. I can't well, really. Well, like, when you don't, own the day why are you going to care what that photographer thinks about exactly. the brand exactly or just being out of the loop on communication and stuff it's like oh let me check my emails and see what blah, like what? yeah just like if, if you're if you're a couple you can't really expect them to care about the shooter when the shooter's just showing up on your you know apartment or apartment or you know mm-hmm. hotel room knocking on the door and saying hey i'm you know jared i'm gonna shoot your wedding today you know how can you not expect them to treat you like the help when you're essentially a waiter who just you know right. shows up gives you the thing that you asked for you are the help you are the help at that point so yes. like i think that's breaking the yeah. barriers just allowing them to catch up so we try to have at least like three or four like touch points at least and then also all the in-between of like Oh yeah, you know, I was thinking about lighting the dance floor this way. If they are like, "Hey, I have a mm-hmm. question on this," like, I have to give person. you. If you're on my team and I want to grow a brand that has a team, I have to give you access to all my people. That's how you create that cohesiveness. Yeah. It's not even just so much the work they deliver because that, to me, can have the most variation on some level. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. they can have a little bit of a different style, whatever. I don't want a different way of interacting with the people that I've worked really hard to make trust me. I want those people to be treated the right way. And two, when you give the people that you're working with ownership over it, it's actually way less work for you, right? It's like I don't have to put out every fire. I can't tell you how many times my guys are like, oh, I saw this. You know, we were missing this, you know, certain aspect of the day that they asked for. I was going through emails and they were like, oh, we want to make sure we're covering drone Mm -hmm. from this perspective or whatever. They're the person that's digging through a lot of that and being like, "Do we, we have, have your back. What are, How are we actually doing that day of?" I'm like, "Oh, 
I haven't really thought about it because I talked to them two years ago about this. Right. They can catch a lot of that kind of stuff. So, and, yeah, important that they're on, yeah. on all the conversations. So, Shalise, yeah. how are you, in, you know, you kind of talked a little bit about the work and how you get the work. How do you create the culture side at Shalise Michael? <laughs> yeah, so that really comes down to making them feel valuable because they mm -hmm. are valuable. Yeah. So it's like it blows my mind that other people doing this that have like associates don't put them on their website. There's no pictures of them. There's no mention of them. Yeah. Um, they don't blog their work. They don't shout them out on Instagram. Everybody wants to feel, you know, people that they're shooting for my company. They're yeah. bringing in money for me and my business. I want to shine them as much as I can. So this creates, you know, the, it makes them feel good. It's respect, as right? As they should and yeah. as I should because they're doing all this hard work for us and yeah. for all these wonderful couples. So that creates value and loyalty. Yeah. You know, they're happy. They're like, I actually worked for a photo studio before this, before we started ours for a very short amount of time. It was and a blast, I bet. What? Did you have a blast? I actually had a really good time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It was a really cool studio, but they never, ever blogged our stuff. You know, like yeah. we had a portfolio up and stuff, but like there wasn't any like, it was just the owners putting Well, it was kind work. of like. Um, and that kind of just makes you feel like you're off to the side. You're yeah, not important. Yeah. So I'm like, wait, I'm not valued. Yeah. Even though I'm bringing in a bunch of bacon. That's a challenge. So that is like a huge thing. Um, that we really, really hone in yep. on is honoring these people really well, our shooters. I can take a lot of uh, critique over that. Like, that's something that this year I'm like, we have to do a better job. Like, we'll shout out our guys. And I am like, always like, guys, I love you guys. Like, you guys are great, but actually showing it to the world, like, getting them out there on a regular basis on mm -hmm. like social or whatever, like, that's something that we can do a lot better. We but actually, I, I, I will say there's, yeah. there's a difference in our company, and I don't think I would change it, by the way, which is I would never let someone pick their shooter mm -hmm. because of availability reasons. Right, right. This is challenging for us. I guess not, no, and, we, and, we don't typically. And the work is the same across the board. I think that's, that's yes. a big difference yeah. between the two. Like, we want the work to be like, well, this is a Stop Go Love product, and we want those guys to have input, but that's when we go away on we, retreat and we're like, we should shoot more drone or we should shoot more steady cam yeah, or whatever. I mean, it's all about like yeah. trying it out. And I yeah. mean, what if you put just bio shots of everybody? I mean, people just yeah. want to- We do it on Instagram. People want to see humans yeah, that they're working it. with. They're like, oh, that's the guy. Well, you're going to get yep. someone great on our team and yep. blah, blah, blah. And, yep. But it's just making them feel valuable too. Yes. And then they're like, we always- We get together. We hang out. And there is a level of like keeping your professional- Keeping that distance of like we're not besties because yeah. we, I've learned from that too Ooh, of like yeah. them being too comfortable and like yes. so yes. there is a distance of of that, but you know you also want to connect with them, and have be able to have honest conversations. But like every year we do like a big holiday party and yep. like treat them big and yep. you know it's like you do this and yeah. I think you have to have FaceTime with people. Hundred percent. It's really what it yeah. is because is we're working with these guys three or four days a week minimum. Yeah. Same building. Yeah. Walking up. Hey, you check this thing family. out. Yeah. yeah. It's, you do. It's create that family atmosphere. You know, it's, let them let them know it's a team win. Like our like we're getting, you know, I think I get more mail in the mail for Caleb from couples than from any of us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great guy. Loved him. Thank you cards from couples. Yeah. Everyone's just, gonna want Caleb after they, this podcast. I'll tell you what, they My certainly wife calls tip our guys. Dimples. 
Yeah. Calls him what? Cutie dimples. <laughs> he's a cute kid. He's got dimples. <laughs> oh, certainly, I found uh, people tip our guys way more than they tip you and I because they're like, oh, these are the guys yeah, that we're with. Like, yeah. They're better looking. I'm like, what the heck? You guys <laughs> are awesome. way better than us. <laughs> um, so let's do this. Um, Jared, yeah. what's your favorite thing right now? What are you into? Uh, Ooh. Today... I'm really into being into New York City. I'm about to go to the best made company. Um, but I guess um, today, what am I into? I don't know. You go, you go okay, first. Okay, so I I'm into about this thing. That is cool. This, this is, is our Rode Roadcaster. Yeah. Super this cute. thing is ridiculous. It's got Class A servo-based preamps, yep. Apex, which is a great brand. It's got built-in plugins, um, built-in de-esser, built-in noise gate. Um, you know, four channels of recording. In yep. Actually, I think six, actually, technically, for digital. Um, four he separate headphone controls. And then I can do this with this button anytime I want. I no. don't have my headphones on. What is that the last time? Is that like Fit. a Super Bowl one? <laughs> it's laughing. Super Bowl <laughs> But yeah. like yeah. all this stuff. But the coolest thing about this, if you're like into podcasting, you can actually link your phone to it and record the the phone call for remote podcasts like we're doing with binge haitian hey, a couple weeks and the hans from hustle and flow and mm -hmm. we're gonna plug them in there and 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 like it'll get rid of the echo yep. so they won't hear themselves and it'll record it and sound beautiful and so it solves all these problems it's like 500 bucks built in um, in theory mini hd oh definitely no it'll solve <laughs> this it. is the first time we've ever used it it's Cool. Yeah. I like it was so intuitive. I just set it up right before this podcast, and I'm like, "Oh, this is what it does. Yeah. That's how it works." And I just used it. So, what is it again? The Roadcaster by Rode. If yeah. you're like a, really want to get into podcasting, or maybe you have a YouTube channel, and um, I think it's totally worth 500 bucks. It's cool. 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 Shalise, what about you? What are you into? You don't have to talk about here. You can talk about sandwich you know if what? you want. <sighs> what am I into right now? Scarves, you're big in the but scarves. But I really am into a camera right now. And yeah. it's just a pull, it's the new Polaroid one step. Yeah. My, one of my goals this year is to do 100% Polaroid and 35 millimeter wedding. Oh, like yeah. on my just like little point shoot, like a little more janky yeah. style. Um, we've been shooting film for years, like always. And now it's people are being like really like hitting us like big on the film. Yeah. But I'm like, I want a hundred percent film. I want like a Polaroid only wedding. That's I would just kill it. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so I have been shooting Fuji for years because it was like the only kind of reliable Polaroid around, you know, it was really consistent. But now that the Polaroids come back out with the little one step buddy, that film was just so sexy. I want that Kodak Super 8 so bad. They're it's never gonna release it. Pretty. Oh, the the film one. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Never. It's been in development for like, I feel like they were like, ah, screw this. I think they got a new no. CEO that was like, we need to give back to the film community and, and, and you know, video film, especially like, and I don't know. I think you can't buy of, a Super 8. They were like, you have to get them refurbished. Right, right. Yeah. We, we do some Super 8. We're actually shocking. shooting our first full Super 8 wedding next month. Yay. Which will be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about it. It's going to be a, a We've good done time. some 16 mil at weddings. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's just, it's. So, what's funny about it, shooting a 16 mil camera is it's like, wee! Yeah, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. so loud. <laughs> it yeah. It's not discreet. No. Yeah. What about you? You're going to end us out? Um, I, I'm going to skip just because I. Um, you said New York. Just make that your thing. I, okay? I, I, New York is my thing. It's kind of what I'm thinking about a lot 
in the last 24 hours is just where we can eat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, I love New York. Uh, if you've never gotten a chance to go to New York, you got to go to New York City. It's wonderful. It's the, I think it's the best city in the world. That's my opinion. Yep. I'll stand by it. I also think it's the best food in the world. Maybe not cuz maybe local cuisine. I would say probably it, the best mixture of I mean, No, yeah, if you're going like this, yeah. I want to eat out. It's the best place in the world to eat out. Definitely. It might not have the best restaurant in the world, but it, you you can eat 20 good meals in a row. Totally. What, just If you just walked in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm an eater. I love that stuff. And so I love New York City. Um, thank you so much for being on. You're yeah. welcome. Thanks for having me. This is fun. Yeah. It was incredibly awesome. And, and hopefully you, um, you got something out of it. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong camera. Hopefully you got something out of it. Um, so Shalise, tell everybody where you can, they can find you and all that stuff. Um, you can find me on the interweb, mm. um, www.ashleysmikephotography.com, and handles the same, Ashley Smichael Photography. So give me, are you guys going to do workshop again? Are you doing anything? You know what? We are, we do a lot of one-on-one workshops, cool. um, which I really prefer because it's way more like catered to that person's needs. Um, and we do do, we are going to be doing a online video of From You to Crew to sell it because I get hit up about that a lot. Yes. It's a huge, and, it's so interesting. Um, yeah, it's just time that I do it because I, I talk about it too much and just need to make it easier. Put it out into the world. Yeah, just something that I don't have to actually be yes. spend four hours talking about, repeating myself. So you need to follow her if you're interested in growing a team. And I would say this, photo or video, because I think the concepts work. Check it out when she releases it. I'm sure she'll tell us about it and we will tell you. And you need to go buy it because it will really impact your business and make a big difference. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me, fellas. Thanks, Elise. Appreciate it. Thank you.